Lord, forgive me for I sin over and over again and again. I said my eyes dilated, highly elevated, smoking on it loud, and I'm highly motivated. Hey, it's PCS Sports. Sorry, we can't come to the phone right now. It's a bye week. No, there's no bye week for us. I'm just kidding. It's Ian. Hi, you've reached Mixed Personalities. This is Kevin. How can I help you? Oh, sure. One moment, please. Hi, you reached Mixed Personalities. On the line is Jay. Okay. What's up, Mixed Maniacs? Let's do this. Pro Bowl week. <laughs> it's Pro Bowl week. <laughs> All right, guys, a lot of stuff to discuss here, even though um, there is no game this weekend. Uh, But uh, right off the bat, uh, let's do a cheers to the uh, GOAT of uh, football players, Tom Brady. Thomas Edward Brady. Thomas Edward. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Oh, yeah. All right, so imagine you guys are a quarterback. Uh, your first 14 years, they go by. Uh, you have five Super Bowl appearances. You win three titles. Uh, in one of those seasons, you go undefeated in the regular season. Um, you win the MVP twice in those 14 seasons. You have a major injury in those 14 um, seasons. In those 14 seasons as well, you don't uh, win a championship you win three titles, as I said earlier, but you don't win for 10 straight years. You don't win, and then finally um, your 15th year hits, or 14th year, sorry, and you win a Super Bowl title. And, yeah, that could be your career right there, right? You had a major injury. You have really nothing else to prove. Uh, you made it to back a Back-to-back titles. Bowl. Back-to-back titles, exactly, two MVPs. That should, uh, that's probably good. Um, that's probably it. That's a Hall of Fame career right there. But no. Your wife, yes, and your wife yeah. is uh, complaining <laughs> about the concussions. You think it's uh, probably over. You go out on top after you win your fourth Super Bowl. But no, yes, exactly what you said there, Jay. No. Uh, the next eight years, you go to five more Super Bowls, win four of them. Every second year, you're winning a Super Bowl. You're fucking 40. <laughs> you're in your 40s and you win two Super Bowls. Uh, you win one more MVP. Uh, I don't know what else to say about this guy, Thomas Edward Brady. Kev, if you want to go first here, any thoughts here on the Tom? Uh, Tom. Uh, all I can say really is um, he's a quarterback that I wasn't really fond of when he came into the league. Um, it's something that grew on me, and then I just couldn't um, – yeah, I couldn't uh, knock down or say anything really bad about the, the legend. He just uh, kept stepping up and he kept showing why he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And, yeah, I just have to uh, tip my hat to him. Um, he was able to do it in uh, two different places, uh, obviously joining the Bucks. Um, he also has um, the title or the mention of um, being, well, quarterback of the first team to win on their home field as well. So, yeah, he's he's done it all. He's beaten all the teams in the league, including his uh, former team. Um, yeah, there's nothing more. He's he's really done it all. Jay? 
Yeah, what a career, eh? This guy comes in the league, and as uh, Kevin was saying, I, I was not fond of him, of him at all. Uh, I, my, like, uh, some of my early, uh, uh, my early uh, thoughts of him when he was uh, playing, I was like, this guy, like, you know, he was he was doing good, but it was just like, you know. He was uh, he was yelling at his teammates, and I was just like, you know, who does that? Who yells at their teammates and and all that? And it just, you know, I, I came to you know like kind of been not a fan of him. But you know what? Uh, even though I was not a fan uh, of him, uh, I did respect him. Like he he is the goat for a reason. Let's let's be honest. He's like first in a many categories down the road. Uh, too many to mention. So you know what? Uh, like my quarterback, my team, uh, the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, and honestly, you know, he's more of a uh, Brady is definitely more of a decorated uh, career per se than uh, A Rod has. Uh, even though A Rod is probably the most talented at the QB position, we have Tom Brady, who's is like who's uh. Uh, established a ton more accolades, and so you know what? I tip up, I tip off my cap to him, and you know he's had an amazing career. Forty-four, like unreal. Like I'm like literally forty-four myself, so you know I can't do what he's doing. And so, mad props to that guy. Uh, yeah, just a crazy career. Sad that it's over because you know, like it, it was a joy to actually watch him at times and with all his comebacks and. You know, uh, and, you know, he's had an amazing career with New England. And, you know, when he switched over to Tampa Bay and won, it was like, who's basically uh, the real GOAT? Is it Bill or is it uh, Brady? So mm -hmm. he's won without Bill. Bill still hasn't won without Brady. So I think it's, it's plain to see right now until Bill wins like two or three. <laughs> but we'll mm -hmm. see, right? Uh, so, yeah. No, great career, and uh, sad to see him go, but uh, it opens the door for the young people and the young quarterbacks to show and shine and become legends themselves. All right, we're not done with the football uh, topics yet, uh, but we'll quickly do a top five uh, <laughs> of Tom Brady. So uh, moments that you guys uh, enjoyed throughout his career. It could be on the field. It could be off the field. So I can go first here. Um uh, at number five, I'll do mine in order. You guys don't have to um, if you don't want to. But um, okay, at number five, uh, one of my favorite moments is uh, the deflate gate where um, they were investigating him, but he, his, his phone got broken. <laughs> yeah, he, he shredded it. He shredded it. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's like, why? why? <laughs> That's like guilty right there. Guilty, done. Um, number four, uh, the drunk Tom Brady last year at the uh, boat party, the parade. Because of COVID, you couldn't uh, social distancing, so they did a boat parade in Florida, and he fucking threw the trophy because I guess he has six of them uh, that he he just threw it uh, from one boat to another, and he was uh, super wasted. It was funny to see that side of him. Um, number three, I like the um, since social media is super popular now. Um, the, when he's left hanging, there's like videos and memes of him trying to give. Uh, one of his teammates a high five <laughs> like no one's looking at him but they're high-fiving each other um number two uh the this is actually on the field here versus casey it looked like 
Patrick Mahomes uh, was going to get the torch past him at the in the AFC title in 2019. Um, they go to overtime. They face like three, three and tens in overtime, and Brady connects on all three. Ends up getting the touchdown. Wins that Super Bowl against the Rams. And number one, it's got to be the uh, 28-3 comeback in the Super Bowl. Um, I was like, and I, I do want to say this, just like you guys said it, you guys weren't like big fans of him. You weren't fond of him at all. Yeah, same with me. Like I always cheered against, I cheered for the team he was playing against like every time. Mm. I didn't hate him. I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just didn't want to cheer for him. But yeah, he's the GOAT um, in football. Uh, Kevin, you want to do your top five? Yeah, uh, I'm going to start at five and work my way up. And uh, all of my moments are basically on-field stuff. Uh, So, yeah, starting at five, I'm going to go recency bias. uh, Buccaneers, Super Bowl, his seventh ring, his final ring, winning on home field, like I mentioned before. uh, Buccaneers being the first team to do this. Uh, Number four, I went with uh, Super Bowl in 2015 versus the Seahawks, the Legion of Boom defense. And... Uh, it obviously ends with that Malcolm Butler interception, but um, yeah. just yeah, you know, just being involved yeah. in that game and uh, and obviously the team winning. Uh, number three, I went with the perfect season, uh, 2007, oh, yeah. 16 and 0, but the loss in the Super Bowl to the Giants. Um, but really, um, the amount of uh, touchdowns that Brady put up that year and his connection with Randy Moss. Uh, that's oh, yeah. uh, that's probably one of my favorite um, Patriots teams. Uh, if I had to choose mm-hmm. one. Uh, number two, uh, number two, I went here with the Falcons game, the 28 to three comeback. And yeah, nothing more to really say about that game. Everyone knows it. And then, uh, my number one, I went with the tuck rule game because that's kind (laughs) of where it all started. And, um, like I've mentioned on some of the other podcasts before, uh, I, uh, enjoy the Raiders a little bit, but I was cheering for Jerry Rice and I wanted to see him get one more Super Bowl. So it was really tough to see that one. Um, but you know, that's, uh, just part of the, part of the Brady legend. So I had to have it on my list. So, all right. So yeah, Kevin, the, you're like, you just said there, your number one there is the, the tuck rule, but you were actually cheering for the other team. Um, and also you mentioned, I think number three was the perfect season one. Yes. Perfect season one. So um, me and you watched that Super Bowl with a couple of our buddies. Um, and we watched it at uh, at our buddy, uh, Charles, the great Charles Bella. Uh, we mm-hmm. watched it in his basement. And we were cheering for the Giants the whole time. We didn't <laughs> yes. want the perfect season. And yeah, with Charles, again, yeah. mentioning Charles, uh, he is our intro song. Um, but yeah, we were cheering for the uh, the Giants all night long there. And it happened. They just <laughs> they upset the uh, Patriots. It was so funny. We loved it. But yeah, definitely a good list there. Jay. Okay, so you guys pretty much said it all, but <laughs> I had some stuff written down, obviously, but uh, they were all pretty much similar, uh, if not ex- uh, example. But in any order, I'm not, I don't have uh, top, like my, it's, this is my top five I would, I, I, I remember throughout uh, watching him. But uh, definitely that Atlanta comeback, three, three twenty eight. Uh, you know, and then he just make, just mounts this huge comeback. That's probably, if that's number one, that's number one. Obviously, it's got to be. But I remember back then, you know, his first, very first Super Bowl. Uh, uh, it, it's it's a little bit vague because it was a while ago, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, like early 2000, right? So uh, it's not really 
in my head kind of thing. But uh, that's, that's the Rams yeah. Super Bowl. Oh, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yes, yeah. but I don't have like I, I remember it like glimpses of it, but I I still don't uh, remember it uh, like like it was yesterday. Um, going on like Deflate Gates, that's definitely something uh, that sticks in my head. Uh, deflating the air, so then uh, you know the other quarterback doesn't have an, uh, has a disadvantage in this per se. But uh, yeah, um, the perfect season, obviously, you know, like mm-hmm. him going like six, sixteen and zero, right? Yeah, uh, yep. and then uh, losing. <laughs> my gosh, losing in the Super Bowl. That's. That, I was kind. I was kind of happy that happened, but obviously it's like, wow, you know, like, <laughs> he's, that's still a crazy, crazy uh, uh, thing to do is go sixteen and zero, um, winning back to back titles. Yeah, obviously that's definitely on the thing, and uh, some off field like you know charity work. I, I see them like he's helping people all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, he's a nice guy. But yeah, that's all I had. That is our top five there for non-Brady fans. But uh, again, <laughs> we'll never see anything like him again. We're going to miss cheering True. against him, guys. We're going mm-hmm. to miss that. True. All right. Uh, next, um, we'll start here. Brian Flores uh, in the news. Um, basically, what uh, like triggered him was he got a text from... Um, from Bill Belichick uh, yeah. about the Giants job, which... Um, he thought it was a different Brian, um, and yeah, like I mean, that would set off anyone. And um, he's in the news. He has all the uh, he he has he's suing the NFL. Um, Kevin, if you want to go first, maybe uh, uh, talk about it a little bit more here, and just your thoughts because he is really putting his career on the line. A lot of people don't think he's going to get a job, but I mean, that's not the point here. It's the point is mm-hmm. what. What are you suing for? And it's all good for a good reason. Yeah, uh, basically, um, yeah, Flores is um, saying the NFL and a certain amount of teams, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants, of uh, using using the Rooney Rule improperly and um, off and racial uh, motivated hiring tactics. Basically, uh, you know, they're just kind of rolling through the process of um, meeting the requirements of bringing in two uh, black. Uh, head coaches uh, for the interview and then they have no real um, desire to hire uh, those coaches Um, yeah in terms of his text the text message to Bill Belichick uh, and all that stuff it was uh, yeah Bill had uh, messaged Brian Flores saying that uh, congratulations on the Giants job and then um, basically he resent a retraction later saying that it was meant for Brian Gabold um, who got the the job there and um, yeah, and so it led to Flores having more questions as to what kind of insight Bill knew on the hiring process, yeah. um, how how the process was going, and whatnot. So, um, he Brian Flores has stated that he will um, he will basically continue to pursue this no matter if uh, he gets a coaching job or not, um, and. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Uh, also, the other implication Flores made was that uh, owner Stephen Ross was um, offering him to a um, hundred thousand dollars to lose uh, a, for every loss that he had during the season. Uh, this was supposedly in the 2019 season when the Dolphins started 0-7. Um, they eventually finished the season five and eleven. Five and eleven. Last, yeah. 
yeah, winning yeah. the last five straight. And so yeah. uh, that's also yeah. one of the uh, revelations in uh, the lawsuit that uh, uh, Flores, uh, Flores has put out. Uh, I know uh, John Elway has recently um, made a statement saying that um, he, in terms of the hiring process and the interview that uh, Elway ran with Flores, um, he did everything properly and that the allegations are false. Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, Flores accused um, Elway of being drunk or improper for the yeah. interview, and he's also an up. hour late. Yeah, yeah, they showed up. Yeah, yeah so exactly. um, yeah, well, we'll see where the investigation investigation goes. But um, yeah, it's it's whether it's true or not, it's still not a good look for the NFL. Yeah, you, you never you never yeah. want uh, things like that. So um, obviously, we'll find out a little bit further in the investigation what what hap- truly has happened. But it's it's not a good look and. I would uh, just truly, I would like to see more coaches, uh, more black coaches. Um, mm-hmm. it, not even having a Rooney rule. I just feel as though there's enough black coaches that are highly capable of doing the job. And yeah, yeah there's yeah. situations. I'm not going to always nitpick at uh, every team, but I just feel as though there needs to be more. And I feel as though there's okay. uh, pr- proper people that can do the job. 110%. Yeah. yeah, and more black coaches are like former black coaches are coming out just like um, sharing their kind of their experience with all that. Marvin Lewis, uh, Hugh Jackson, um, mm-hmm. even backed him up on that. And um, Jay, do you have any? You want to add anything there? I'll, the only thing I want to just add is like he, he's he's gonna sue. He says like, but like you know, evidence is evidence is there. Like you know, <laughs> well, he, yeah. it's plain to see, right? So uh yeah uh, i don't know what's gonna happen obviously but you know uh we'll see and i totally agree like we need more black coaches out there like you know yeah you know pittsburgh can't be you know, the only one right that's Just, yeah. yeah and that uh mike somlin was uh a coach that got hired on a rooney rule right as i'm not that's mistaken true. if i'm not mistaken yeah. um yeah. also wait yeah I, would, uh, I agree with you guys yeah more black coaches yeah. uh but even more so like I don't want them to be hired for like the teams that are expected to tank because that yeah that just goes better, against their better, record, right? So. Better better situations because yeah you you, you see enough. Uh, okay, fine, you know, they they hire a black coach, but it's always rebuilding, like you said, things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I truly believe yeah. There, there's a lot of not even just black coaches. There's a lot of great coaches. I, I feel as though yeah. it needs to be diverse enough. There's enough people that. Um, yeah that can do the job and yeah, they need to be picked out. Um, it's gone from a lot of um, older white coaches that are being hired to now younger white coaches. And now all the um, uh, people of color are just left to just coordinator jobs. And those are the ones that are, um, those, it's still a good job, but it's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's where they're basically putting a cap on uh uh, people of color they're saying okay you can only get to that level and that's why you're seeing the high numbers they're not translating into the numbers yeah. of coaching jobs exactly and then we got the or the other league we talk about um the nba who they got 14 black coaches and that's like that a lot of them are former players and yeah i mean they're just doing a much better job with that uh did you guys want to talk about anything else with uh flores there add anything else I think that's good. All right. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm hoping he gets another uh, coaching thing, but I don't think it will be this season, just because what's going on, obviously. But um, so wild card weekend, 
My team was eliminated by Kevin's team. Uh, divisional oh. round weekend. JR's team was eliminated by Kevin's team. Kevin had <sighs> no one else to eliminate. That uh, yeah. might be the reason why his team got eliminated. So we got we had the Rams and the 49ers. So Kevin, it's your turn to just give oh. your thoughts, your somewhat eulogy here on your team season. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, they showed you... All of it in that same game. Um, they played well off the uh, kind of off the start. Um, then later on, you're having trouble with uh, time of possession against uh, the Rams. And then the final one was, um, you know, the, uh, Jimmy G not making some plays, um, some of that stuff. And that's where it started to get a little rough for me uh, watching the game, um, especially that uh, Jaquiski Tard play where he couldn't make the interception. Um, just had that sinking feeling, and yeah seeing the time of possession and that's where I was starting to get worried a, a lot later because yeah, even though the 49ers were in the game because the Rams weren't putting up points, I just knew that the explosive offense of the Rams was finally going to come out at some point. So it made it really difficult. Um, um, but yeah, it was a tough way. Um, and also too, you, you can't, it's hard to win seven straight against one team, especially mm -hmm. after facing them a few weeks before and they get to figure out some more. Um, but um yeah, still a pretty good season after that rough start. Um, still kind of, in a way, what I expected. It's still a really good play, uh, good team and a playoff team. It, it needs uh, just a proper quarterback. Um, hopefully Lance can develop some more in the, the offseason and bring this team uh, forward uh, with the dynamic offense because it's there. It just needs someone that, you know, puts the – a little more accurate, and then um, if you, if they're not so accurate, they can at least uh, take over with their legs and uh, you know extend drives. So it was tough, uh, tough to see uh, the Rams go on to the next round and go to the Super Bowl. But um, uh, yeah, best of luck to them. But um, yeah, good season for my 49ers, and hopefully they can uh, get a, a quarterback or have the quarterback from within uh, step up, and we can move forward and get another championship because i'm waiting since uh what 95 96 somewhere right it's the last yeah. one so i'd like to see another one in my lifetime all right good stuff there yeah there's always that uh you have a silver lining with your team that me and jay don't have you got this young explosive quarterback who uh might be something there um mm. jimmy g you think it's uh reports are they're looking at trades already i th think his time is done um, yeah, I believe so. Um, <laughs> Shana, Shanahan has gotten the most out of him uh, during that time. Obviously, every time uh, Jimmy does get injured, uh, the team kind of falls apart. But um, yeah, he, he had a winning record with Jimmy. Um, he got to a Super Bowl almost. And um, yeah, it's just showing that the, the team is very close. I uh, just need a, a little more of a not so much of a game manager, just more dynamic quarterback. And uh, hopefully Lance is that guy, like I said. All right, Jay, your thoughts on that game? Yeah, like uh, this game, even though uh, the Niners beat my team and, and all that, I was actually rooting for them because uh, I'm not really a huge LA fan. Uh, I, I feel like they stacked the deck and added people here and there kind of thing. And uh yeah, like I respect their team, obviously, and they have a great team. It's just, you know, it was it was a crazy game. Like it was pretty, uh, it was pretty tight throughout. And uh, uh, Devo played his heart out, obviously. Um, but yeah, it, 
Niners fell short, and uh, the I guess Stafford and the Rams are headed to the Super Bowl, and we'll see who wins. Yeah, very entertaining game between two uh, rivals there. Uh, that yeah, that uh, interception Kevin was talking about. Um, uh, it was close to the the Rams uh, red zone though, right? And I think he, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closer. I think and they, I think they had two receivers back there, if I'm not mistaken. So if like uh, that, yeah. When I was thinking about that too, and I was like, oh, that's it right there. That was kind of a turning point there. Um, however, I just remembered after Jimmy G had his last uh, interception, I was like, um, maybe that interception wouldn't have did much. Maybe it would have just been a three and out uh, by Jimmy G. But yeah, you never know. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, some other plays that sticked out, but I can't. Uh, I can't put my finger on it. Um, but definitely, I agree with you, Kev. I think it's uh, time to go for Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy G. They still got a stacked team, so they're gonna do uh, what they can in their division. Another stacked division. We'll see what happens with all those four. Well, three teams. I think Seattle's done. Uh, but yeah, it was an awesome run for you. You made it. You're the sole survivor out of us three, at least. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, we tried. Maybe we should have brought Lloyd on to just uh, pretend he's a huge Rams fan, and then uh, him and uh, Kevin could have debated there for a bit. Maybe that would have changed everything. So uh, Kevin could eliminate one more person. All right, guys. Next game: um, Cincy at KC. All right. So this game's going on. Um, we're texting through this whole thing. Um, we, a few of us, me and Kevin, were like, yeah, I don't think uh, Casey's going to, I mean, we don't think Cincy's going to win. That just looks like uh, Casey's just super confident, overconfident, I guess. Um, that last play in the half, um, instead of kicking it, which would have made all the difference now, instead of even throwing it in the end zone, uh, they um, they do like a short, a short pass to Tyreek Hill and he gets tackled, so the clock runs down. I don't think they had any timeouts left, so I just like, uh, just I mean, I think uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid—they're just like at times they're kind of like Sean Payton. They're kind of full of themselves, <laughs> and they're like it ain't a regular season game, guys. And I, I know you should have beat them in the regular season, but you didn't because you got cocky and you like your defense not even that good. If you're going to test the uh, offense like uh, Cincy. Um, even though it was a defensive play that made the biggest play at the end there. But, um, yeah, you know what? I really want to see Casey just go. Um, I liked uh, I liked that Casey, like Patrick Mahomes and them, he only, he only loses to Tom Brady. Um, but uh, for our podcast, uh, we were really on the Cincy bandwagon from, since week two or three, so it's like, Good to see him there. Sorry, I don't. I, well, I don't know why I said I was really wanting KC because no, I, I really wanted Cincy, but I, I really didn't I see like, it happening. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't see it happening, and it happened, and I yeah. was just like, uh, yeah, uh, good, but it's it's kind of weird, right, to have Cincy there. Like I, I'm still like, it's cool that they made it, but I I, I was really cheering for them because I didn't expect them, and then when they made it, I was just like, uh. <laughs> Not the same if it were my team. But, uh, yeah, Jay, how about your thoughts on that game? Yeah, no, when I was watching that game, oh, my gosh. Like, uh, uh, I was rooting for Cincinnati, and I'm, I'm definitely rooting for them uh, to uh, in the Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, no, it was overall just, like, uh, 
like I was thinking, like how can one team, especially uh, of the Kansas City uh, powerhouse type of team, uh, blow a huge lead like that? You know, and I remember in the the chat, you guys were like saying like, oh, "Okay, uh, this game's pretty much done," kind of thing, and you know, and I'm just like, "Oh, I don't know if it's done." Like I was thinking in my head, but you know, I was going along with it. And then when I when I saw that it was just like getting closer, and yeah, and then that that uh, double team with um, the double team which led to the interception on Tyreek uh, Hill, uh, just off his yeah, and then like just seeing that I was like, oh my gosh, that just happened. Uh, but yeah, no, I was so happy when uh, Cincy uh, pulled it off and. Uh, that field goal, just watching that play and then watching all the Bengals fans, uh, Bengals fans just watching that last play, like, you know, the, it was kind of crazy. So, um, yeah, I'm happy that they're moving on. Overall, they've had a great season, and I'm a huge fan of uh, Joey B. So um, we'll see. Hopefully good things to come for them. And former giant Eli Apple almost uh, had the pick six. Almost uh, had the pick Mm -hmm. six. Like it was right before that uh, interception. He was he was looking he was looking at the he was looking at the end zone that and he he just he didn't realize that he didn't catch the ball yet. But yeah, he got a second chance, and that's the um, KC crowd when. because everyone throughout the week after that Bills and KC game, everyone's all like, you always pick heads when you go into overtime. That's exactly what Cincy did, and it was tails, and the crowd went tails. crazy. Uh, Kev, yeah. what did you think there, that game? Uh, yeah, as we've stated here, and uh, I mentioned in the chat, like, yeah, I, I thought the game was over in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I know... I'm kind of getting ahead of myself and stuff like that because it's a playoff game. But, um, yeah, it, that play to Tyree, a little, like little kick play, a little flare on the side. Um, even then, I, they didn't get the points. Maybe, uh, as I said in the chat to you guys, um, maybe it was because I was waiting for my 49ers to start playing. But, like, even yeah. though I was watching it, I just didn't I, – I wasn't worried at all. I just felt as yeah. though Kansas City was going to finish. So, every time yeah. I was seeing I Cincinnati so score, yeah. it just, like – I was like, oh, okay, they're just going to make the score close. And then, you know, the experience of Cincinnati is going to show up late and they're going to get it done. And it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, and I know I made Casey as my pick uh, the week before. But, yeah, really, I I kind of wanted to see that 80s rematch of uh, my Niners uh-huh. and Sin City. So, I was <laughs> like, okay, the first half of it is done. I'm like, now it's my team. And so, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just kind of moved on from the game, but yeah, congrats to Cincy. It's it's great because um, as we, I've stated or we've stated before, they went through majority of the '90s losing ten plus games every single year. Mm-hmm. Like for those fans, it's uh, yeah, they've been through a rough road, and now they they have their savior in Joey B, and they're hoping um, it's going to be an end result like uh, it was for Joey uh, Joe Burrow in LSU, yeah, finishing with a championship. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, I have a feeling, just my early thoughts, it, it might be the Rams. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, since he at least shows up and plays well. Yeah, like the same thing when you you were saying there, Kev. Even when they didn't convert on that Tyree kill play, it was like, yeah, it's fine because they're going to get the ball back in the third quarter, right, to start the third quarter. And 
Yep. But as the game ended, they're all like, oh, maybe they should have just kicked it. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to have way more Super Bowl uh, talk next week. <clears throat> um, Kev, uh, you had some more football news, but not NFL news. We got CFL yeah. news here from Kev. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got some CFL news. Just uh, running down some of the stuff in the offseason as we go on. So, um uh, yeah, uh, recently, obviously, the Blue Bombers have re-signed their quarterback, uh, Zach Kalaros, uh, to stay. Like He's now the highest-paid QB in the CFL, uh, making uh, $500,000. Uh, it's only a $100,000 uh, um, raise uh, from last year, but um, yeah. So he's the highest-paid, and you got Cody Rajardo from the uh, Rough Riders now, uh, the second-highest-paid in between four hundred and four hundred fifty thousand. dollars uh, You got Adam Bidhill that re-signed with the Bombers. You have uh, Kenny yes. Lawler, wide receiver with the Blue Bombers, had a trial with the Atlanta Falcons. We'll see where that goes. But also, as well, uh, he's a potential free agent in the CFL, and the BC Lions are hoping to uh, sign him to a big deal. Um, they put out an offer for 250000 making him the highest-paid player in the CFL, uh, other than quarterbacks. Uh, so the Bombers have a few days to match that, but we'll see what happens because the Bombers have a lot of uh, signings. And actually, some of those uh, Blue Bomber signings is four more uh, – Returning players today, uh, Winston Rose, uh, DB. You got uh, running back Johnny Augustine. You got uh, Mercy Mason and wide receiver Richard Bailey. Uh, Bailey's role may increase with the team if Lawler signs with the BC Lions or goes to the NFL. Uh, the Bombers still have Andrew Harris uh, as a free agent, wide receiver Darvin Adams, uh, safety Brandon Alexander, and a defensive lineman Steve Richardson. Uh, the Harris situation is a lot tougher because they're getting um Basically, the money crunch is getting a lot tougher with them bringing back players. But um, hopefully he does come back. And a little side note on Harris, he's uh, 339 yards away from 10,000 for his career, which is a big milestone, especially for Canadian running back. And 625 yards shy of passing Charles Roberts for fifth all-time on the CFL list. And so... so um, I apologize for this there. Uh, Charles Roberts, I'm not a big CFL guy, but he, Charles Roberts is a former Blue Bomber as well, right? Yes, yep. uh, a yeah. long-time Bomber. He, I believe, holds the record for rushing yards as a Bomber, and then he finished off his final feeders with the BC Lions before retiring. So, um, Great running yeah. back. Great running back. Yes. Great. Right um, also, Edmonton Elks signed uh, former Ohio State quarterback JT Barrett to a contract, so he's coming up to the CFL. We'll see how he does. Um, Edmonton, Edmonton likes bringing in a lot of younger quarterbacks. And the last one I saw was Dominic Davis uh, signed a one-year deal with the Montreal Alouettes. He's been in the CFL for six seasons. He spent three with the Blue Bombers at the start, and he spent the last three with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Sorry, what uh, position is he? Dominic Davis is a quarterback. quarterback. Okay, okay. All right, a young a young guy, you said? Or six years, right? He's been in the league yeah, six, six years. Yeah, six years, six years. All right, so, so he's now a veteran of the CFL, but um, he's gotten a decent amount of playing time. Uh, I would say the most is when he was with Ottawa. When he was with the Bombers, he was mostly a third stringer and um, kind of uh, the Strebler role a little bit before Strebler showed up, kind of. Um, second downs and short yardage plays so when he's with the bombers but all right all right so um jay you're a bombers fan there um did you have anything to add to that those signings oh uh i just just in cfl in general no uh kevin definitely knows a lot more signings tonight (laughs) i knew a couple 
but uh, yeah, he's pretty much said it all. So it's good. I just have one question to ask you, Kev. Mm-hmm. So next year, what are uh, how good are our chance for uh, for three peating uh, realistically? And who's our best uh, opponents for next year? You in in your opinion? Um, in terms of the bombers right now, um, yeah, when kind of I knew they had lots of players to uh, kind of sign, but um, yeah, yeah, as I was gathering the information to realize that uh, you know Harris Adams and Alexander are still guys that um, they have to kind of sign or thinking yeah, about signing definitely. and then um, having the the Lawler contract stuff. Um, the Lawler stuff. If they move on from him, they have enough weapons. There's a guy, Roosevelt, that didn't even make the roster after coming from Saskatchewan. So uh, wide receiver and offensive stuff, they, they can get away with losing some pieces. But um, I'd like to see a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'd still like to see more, a little more of the defensive um, guys right. return. And That's um, key. That's key. Yeah, in terms of the Harris, Harris is a local guy, so I'd like to see him obviously stay. But he's also aging as a running back, so um, they've been they've been raving about to Augustine the last couple of years, and then they also have uh, Brady Oliveira that's on the roster. So um, if they happen to go younger, I feel as though they have enough pieces to you know get enough out of the run game, uh, especially dealing with the wide receiver. So. Um, I'd like them to re-sign uh, more of the defensive guys, and I'll be a little bit um, more pushing towards that three-peat. So it's a little, I would say, a little shaky right now, my thoughts. But um, And then in, t- in terms of teams, um, teams, I would say you always got to deal with uh, Calgary's always hanging around, and Saskatchewan Calgary. is the team. Saskatchewan is yeah. the team. They have the young quarterback in Cody Vergardo, and... Um, that's that's their biggest, uh, not only rival, but um, due to proximity, but um, that's a team that is built uh, to win. And there's a lot of pressure now, especially uh, since uh, Kalaros has been in Winnipeg and he started in Saskatchewan and the GM there is dealing with a lot of pressures uh, with the losses that yeah. they've dealt with with the Bombers. So um, that's a team that uh, I would say is the biggest um, trouble for Winnipeg and, um, yeah, biggest uh, team to try to win the championship next year will probably be Saskatchewan. But um, I'm still looking forward to Winnipeg doing well. And um, like I said, they need to sure up the defense and I'll be happy and looking forward to a three-peat. Yeah, I'm thinking like uh, even Toronto on the other side, uh, mm-hmm. on the, like the other side, like I think, well, they beat us this year. Like they were their first loss, I believe. Uh, so, yes. you know, they always do well. And uh, I, I believe they were at top of the division uh, like they were doing well, so maybe Toronto as well. But uh, yeah, you hit it on the nail with uh, Saskatchewan always being our rivals, uh, and Calgary always doing well as well. And actually, uh, since you mentioned Toronto, uh, Toronto actually just re-signed uh, their quarterback Bethel Thompson. Um, I Thompson, don't know when. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure how long, but yeah, he just got re-signed, so that's good for them. Some more stability there, for sure. All right. All right. And CFL, I'm assuming they're going to go back to their normal schedule as of right now, like uh, back in back starting. What is it? Usually July, is it? Yeah, July yeah, preseason yeah. kind uh, of thing. No, uh, regular season is usually um, yeah July, July the Canada July. Day weekend. Canada Day. Like oh yeah, kind okay. Kind of kick off and stuff like that. Preseason is usually all, uh, most of June. Most of June, all right. And so then we'll so we'll go back to the normal end of November kind of finish. Yeah, I, I think it was like what a week before Christmas. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah a nice right. Christmas yeah. present for Winnipeg, though. 
Yeah, nice Christmas, Christmas present. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. the 14 games, remember, they had shortened it this year. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's All right. right. So, yeah, let's get that three-peat. Um, yes, sir. We also, Kevin, you also had some news about the Arizona Coyotes, formerly the Phoenix Coyotes, formerly yeah, the original we, Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, basically, uh, um, I know the story's been floating around a little bit, and uh, they... They recently, well, for a long time, they've been having arena troubles and whatnot. And so the report came out that the, um, they're looking to move into Arizona State University's yet to be completed 5,000 seat arena. Now, my biggest issue seeing that headline was Batman's stance coming back to Winnipeg and all that, and how we have such a small arena at 15,000 and all these, all these different <laughs> things. And he hated us, yep. Yeah, it's it's just um, to me his uh, bias towards the Canadian market and really pushing his American market. But yeah, he's always complained about uh, wanting things a certain way for Canadian teams, especially when they're in financial trouble and all that stuff. And it seems to be they're bending over backwards in order to keep uh, the Coyotes in the Arizona state. So, um, like I said, 5,000 seat arena. And that seems to be, and the way it's being talked about is, they would go into this 5,000-seat arena for three to four years while there are new arenas being built in Arizona. <laughs> now, okay, that's, that's their plan, but it also has been stated that they regularly get attendance of 11,000 regularly since they've been in Phoenix <laughs> for the last 20-something years. So, A joke. Yeah, like <laughs> you're, you're never going to fill the building. Sure, you'll fill a 5,000, but yeah, it, it's just what I don't like. It's, um, like I said, bending over backwards to keep American teams in American cities, but he gives up uh, owners or Batman gives up whenever it's in a Canadian city and they're in trouble. So, um, yeah, uh, basically just seeing that report and not liking it. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts. So what did you guys think? Yeah, actually, the, um, you, you did send that. I quickly went, went through the link, but just hearing you now, yeah, that is uh, terrible. That is terrible. But, uh, yeah, we already knew that about Batman. He wants to... Just added Seattle for whatever reason. I don't even know. Like, how are they doing with attendance and stuff so far? Not bad uh, or not too fairly sure. new um, team, right? So, yeah, yeah, fairly new. But um, yeah, I haven't seen too many games. But um, yeah, the it's something. Even when you're starting out in a new city, or even kind of a uh, yeah, in a new city, it, I would say it's really five to ten years. Like the Vegas thing was different, right? Yeah. Um. The, yeah. The, the way they built the team and all that stuff, but um, to really get a fan base going, I would say five to ten, if not longer. Like, think about Nashville. Nashville's been around since '99, and yeah. they didn't. They got obviously they've been around since then, but they weren't really popular until they had that really deep playoff run most recently, where there's like yeah. fifty to a hundred thousand fans, yeah. and that's yeah. a long time that they've been there. So, um, Sheesh. yeah. And yeah, now Phoenix is Phoenix has been there since '96, and it's shown consistently it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what, what do they got? Like three Florida teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah three Florida Tampa, teams. Basically, Tampa Bay, Florida Panthers. Um, uh, I can't think of, third, I can't think right of now, the. Yeah, I can't think yeah, of the but, third, but it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it ain't it ain't working. It ain't working, man. <laughs> like, just give Quebec a team. <laughs> Is yes. that is that yeah? Quebec and maybe uh, just uh, add another Realist, another BC team. 
Realistically, I don't see it. Um, I think it's relocation for for Quebec. It's not going to be expansion because of the way the numbers mm. fit right now. And okay. um, yeah, the, um, they seem to be shoring up all the stuff. So if if Coyotes have been the main one for for so many years to potentially move, um, I would say the Islanders are always on that list, uh, kind of quietly because they're always having trouble with their arena and uh, finding a place to stay. But that's always been a quiet one, and then. Um, the other one ends up being a Canadian city, basically, uh, Ottawa, um, is the one that gets talked about a little bit for financial trouble in the, the most recent term, but, um, yeah, I remember that in the mid two thousands, they were talking about Ottawa, uh, like just, yeah. Cause Ottawa, yeah. Ottawa it's the, the location of the arena. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's an older building and it's also out of place. So they, they've always wanted to move downtown and try that model, but, um, all the plots of land that they try to work on, it, it just doesn't work. So um, they're kind of stuck out there and then they don't do, I guess it ends up being advertising and revenue. Some of those companies, they just don't like being out that far. They like sign a central place. So you're not making as much money um, that way, bringing in sponsorship, I guess. Jay, any thoughts on the... Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, uh, Kev said it all. And yeah, basically, I agree totally. Like, um, Batman had it for us, like saying you have to sell out each game every night to keep on going, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? Whatever, you know, this guy's just an, a jerk and a douche. But I've always hated Batman than everyone else, basically, right? So, yeah, uh, he'll do whatever he wants to do, and there's nothing you can do about it, right? But yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, this wasn't on the schedule, but uh, let's quickly uh, do a, a quick prediction here. I didn't even realize until I was like making some bets that uh, there's no hockey games today um, because of the, there's a break because the Winter Olympics. Uh, but if we could, uh, boys, if we can uh, pick a final four here, uh, West, oh, shit. the West, and then the East. I'm going to quickly grab my phone okay. here. <laughs> uh, I don't pay attention to hockey. I hardly watch uh, regular season games. Uh, just because there's too much going on, there's basketball, there's uh, uh, football at the time. But I, I do catch at least the first week of the NHL playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I always do pay attention on who is doing good. So um, I'll go first, just because uh, you guys uh, might want some time there to look. So I'm just looking right now. And of course, you know who I'm going to go with in the East here. Uh, the East, <laughs> oh, the East no. final. It's gonna, the Maple it's gonna, Leafs. <laughs> the Maple Leafs. I'm not going to say uh, Pitt, even though Pitt's up there too. I'll say Maple Leafs. I'll, I'll say Florida because Florida, I think, is number one. Um, yes, so they are. Maple Leafs and uh, Florida. Sadly. Right there. Oh, they might actually meet in the first round. But well, let's, let's just pretend they don't meet in the first <laughs> round. And we'll have uh, the Leafs and Florida on the east side and then the west. Um the one thing I dislike about hockey is the good teams rarely meet in the finals, like the, the best two teams on each side. But That's in my I'm scenario, saying. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Colorado and uh, I'll say Edmonton gets in. Right now they're not in the, the playoffs. I'll say, I'll say they'll get in like late, late, um, late last two weeks. And then they'll have like a hot goalie or maybe Evander Kane turns into Wayne Gretzky, which we'll hate. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'll say Colorado and Edmonton, and then I'll go. Uh, we'll go Edmonton in the finals versus Toronto. Wow. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Oh, Very hot take. Instead of Florida, instead of Florida and uh, Colorado, we'll have uh, Toronto and Edmonton. Which would be better, really, right? <laughs> For us, anyways. <laughs> it would right, be we'll guaranteed, guaranteed a Canadian champion. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev. Uh, Kev, go I'll, do it up. I'll say, I'll say Tampa and Florida for my East, yes, even though they are 1-2 right now. And yeah. for the West, I'll say um, the Golden Knights, and I'll take the Avs. All right, and then your final. Uh, I'll go Avs versus Lightning. For just oh. absolute shootout, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would that that would be like I don't know I don't recall the last time two like number ones or one verse two happened, but yeah, let's let's hope it's like because that, that would be really good hockey too. Eh? Yeah, because it would be Colorado trying to stop uh, Tampa from a three piece. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right because we had that weird final last year, right? Montreal and Tampa. Yeah, they're both yeah. from the East, but like. That ain't happening this year. Uh, no two East teams. How about you, Jay? Okay, so West, I'm going Colorado. Definitely the Avs. Like they, they just have a really decent team, like overall and on paper. And people have always said that they're probably going to make it far. So I'd say Colorado and we'll say the Knights, uh, Las Vegas. Um, and on the other side, uh, I'm going with Tampa Bay as well, and uh, Boston. Boston always seems to, whenever they're not, they never win the President's Trophy. They do well, so yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, because whenever time, every time they win the President's Trophy, it's just like, okay, you know, it's, they're they're out again. But uh, yeah, no, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Tampa Bay and Colorado in the final. I know it's kind of like not so, you know, surprising, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, right now that's what seems to be transpiring, really. So yeah, Colorado versus TV. Well, you know, you know, uh, last year we got that uh, weird finals, Phoenix Milwaukee, which we actually predicted. Yeah, so oh, we did. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe we could oh, get shit. Toronto and Edmonton. <laughs> maybe we'll look, maybe we'll look oh, back and just, and just laugh that we got the Toronto pre- and Edmonton. If the- if that happens, Ian, I will take five <laughs> shots in a row, okay? I, yeah, send it here, five yeah. shots in a row, okay? If it happens. I, it might happen, might, but... Uh. Hey, maybe. <laughs> For a long time, the President's Trophy's been a curse. I forget I forget how exactly. long it's hockey, but it's always yeah. that way. You never want to yeah. win it because, yeah, you get knocked out early. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, guys, let's go on to the uh, NBA here. Um... Every year they have that, uh, since 2000, they had um, a rookie versus, like, sophomore game. So uh, the reason why they did this is 99, there's a lockout year, no all-star game. So they had, like, two sets of kind of rookies. Um, Not really. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Basically, they had the rookies who missed out on the rookie game because of the lockout against the... um, They were second-year players now, yeah. Yeah, Against that crop of rookies. So now it's been... like that for a while. They they at one point I think they did North America versus the world too, right? They copied hockey yeah. with that. Yeah, briefly. But now it's back to um, the rookies versus the sophomores. So we're gonna do some uh, way too early hot takes here, just using these rosters. 
Uh, Jay, did you get a chance to take a look at the rosters? No. Um, so you guys go link? ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So yeah, the link's there, so you can uh, look. Um, but uh, we'll start with um, MVP. So uh, maybe likely these will not happen. But say we were doing this in 2013, I don't think any of us would uh, pick the honest, right? Say this was 2013, so maybe it would. But uh, uh, with my MVP here out of the rookies and sophomores, I went with a rookie. I went with Evan Mobley. There's there's a lot, though, if you can really guess. Uh, I was really looking. I was kind of looking at Cade or um, Ant-Man, too, and LaMelo. Yeah. But I, I, went with, I went with a rookie, Mobley, there. How about you, Kev, for MVP with just uh, these rosters? I, I went with uh, Anthony Edwards as my pick for a few times. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. For, for, oh. for sure. Uh, Jay, with these yeah, rosters. Mellow. Yeah, Mellow ball, yeah. Yep, definitely. I have uh, you know, five. No, sorry. I have seven of his rookie cards. <laughs> I hope oh. he blows up. Yeah. You know who's five. listening? Cole <laughs> Anthony is listening to this uh, podcast, and he's going to come back to us in five years after he wins the MVP. <laughs> 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 or Scotty Barnes, maybe. All right, defensive player of the year. Um, I went with uh, I went with Evan Mobley again, but uh, just because I said his name, Scotty Scotty Barnes, I'll cross that off and I'll go with Scotty Barnes. Uh, Kev. Yeah, this is where I went with Evan Mobley. Yeah, he's uh, de- definitely a game changer in uh, defense. There, like they're comparing him to Garnett already. That's like their hot takes. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, he definitely looks like something out there. Uh, Jay for defensive player of the yeah. year, Mobley, hands down. He's just he's just a beast down there. Uh, yeah, I, just seeing him play, and he's playing like uh, it's new form of the twin towers kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say Mobley. All right, Kev, we'll start with you here. The score, a scoring champ. Uh, I went back to Anthony Edwards. Once again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got him too. Like this guy looks like, but they they'd have to, and I think they, I I really think they don't mind trading Cat right now to get like, I don't know. This this guy has so much character. He's so funny, uh, yeah. Ant Man. Or if they keep Cat, like I think Cat would realize this guy's skill and be all like, okay, uh, he can do the scoring. I'll do the dirty work because <laughs> yeah, he's super talented too. Um, Jay. Uh, I really like, um, uh, I, I kind of like, uh, I will probably say, I'll probably say Edwards too, obviously, but I, I kind of like, like these, uh, new, new guys, like getting a, like a higher role type of thing. Uh, Anthony si- Simons, is he on that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he's that, on the those kind of guys. I believe. It, yeah. No. And, like, you know, no, those, he's not. No, he's not. not actually, no. Oh, he's not. I think he's, a, no, I think no, he's, he's not, actually a third year player. But, yeah, he's a third year. Okay. But yeah. yeah, like those kind of guys, like, you know, like, uh, I, I know he's going to have a lower role once uh, Damian Lillard comes back, obviously. But yeah. he's been like lighting it up uh, lately. You know, um, uh, Gabe, is Gabe on there? He is not. I, no. Gabe Vincent? No. Okay, these no, are the no. guys that should be on. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. But these yeah. guys are lighting it up, and I, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna be the future definitely. But yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Anthony Edwards. <laughs> All right, uh, nice. And uh, assist leader, we'll uh, start with you there, Jay. Out of these, uh... Yep. <laughs> uh, assist uh, definitely Lamelo. Yeah, 
I went Lamelo as well. Um, looking at Suggs and uh, Cunningham, oh, yeah. um, yeah. maybe even Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy's right there too. But yeah, I went. I end up winning, <laughs> going with Lamelo. How about you, Kev? Uh, yeah, I found this one to be tough. Um, tough. Yeah, because I didn't want to go with Lamelo because it's it's kind of obvious. But uh, yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> right, Tyrese Halliburton. Say he gets. Halliburton. Yeah. yeah. He's doing well. Yeah. All right. Uh for rebound title. Um yeah, I went with Mobley again. <laughs> like, <they're, laughs> like it's all Mobley, but I'll I'll leave him out here and I'll go I'll go to our, with our guy Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll say he's he'll get like, one. He'll get one. He'll get one. Be yep. stew. Be stew. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, um, yeah, that's who I had. Uh, Isaiah Stewart or Mobley. Oh, did you? So, okay. yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Jay. Oh, it's it's got to be Mobley or Stewart, obviously. Um, uh, but uh, Stewart, I just noticed like his game, like lately, he's been injured, obviously. So nothing to take away from that. But uh, his rebounds have gone down dramatically. Uh, so seeing, but I don't know. Maybe he picked it up, but he's injured right now. So. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say Mobley. All right. Uh, we'll stick with you here, Jay. Um, oh. Six man. Six man of the year. <laughs> six <laughs> man of the year. Holy crap. Do one of you're these out. guys you're go out. back to the bench? I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a few choices. Okay, yeah, uh, please. Uh, Franz Wagner. Let's say Jalen Suggs ends up progressing. Chris Duarte. Uh, Sadiq Bey. Isaac Okoro, Jashan Tay, Tyrese Maxey, Desmond Bain, Cole Anthony. Duarte, Bay, or Anthony. Definitely. If I had to pick one of those three, uh, that's hard. I think I want to pick Duarte, but I've got to pick Cole. Definitely Cole's just a little bit higher than Duarte, so I'm taking Cole. All right, I'll Ooh. go here. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, I would say later on in his career. Right now, he's a starter, and he's like, he does put up buckets a lot. I would say like seven years down the road, he gets traded from Detroit, and he's like, he gets a he's on a contender, and he's on the bench. So I'll go Bay Sadiq Bay, who can Bay score. Sports. He can really, he can really yeah. score. But like later on down the road, he'll eventually like go to the bench. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Ty- Tyrese Maxey is my pick for this. And he could he could actually get that really like right away if Simmons yeah. comes back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if they trade Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this the um, the reserves came out today, so our top five would be just like um, the snubs. Who do who do you think we should have been on the team? So I'll read you out. We'll start with the um, West, and then I'll read out the East. There. So the West, Devin Booker. Luka Doncic, uh, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Cat. And then on the East, Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Vliet did make it. Um, Kevin, if you want to go first, your top five of snubbed all-stars. All-star snubs. They, they might end up making it like by next week, but... As of right now, 
Yeah, I basically went with three East guys, two West guys. Um, right. Yeah, Lamella Ball, Sabonis, and Jared Allen from the East, and then Dejounte Murray and DeAndre Ayton from the West. All right, yeah, I uh, same with me. I went three from the East: Lamelo Ball, Jalen Brown, Jared Allen. Um, the West, I I don't not sure who they really miss. I just went with stat guys. I went with Ant Man and uh, SGA, who's actually injured. So he, like, I mean, they could pick him, but still yeah. end up having to replace him anyways. Uh, it looks like he might still be picking there. So. Uh, there are there are some injuries, so yeah, our guys might end up making it. Anyways, the Dray- I think Draymond's still injured. Um, KD, of course, That's is injured, nice. and I'm not too sure who else. But go ahead, Jay. Uh, Butler, Butler's injured, right? No, he's no. Oh, he, he just came back. Oh, I think he just came back. Oh, he okay. just yeah, came yeah. back. Sorry, yeah, yes, yeah, I he did. just yeah, came back. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, similar to you guys. Uh, so I think uh, did have a. Full uh, list, but uh, definitely Lamelo, uh, Jared Allen, as uh, uh, Ian was saying as well. Um, Hero has did is he? He didn't get no. picked. He didn't get picked. Yeah, so go with Hero, and then uh, yeah, um, uh, who didn't get picked? Uh, I'm just trying to see here. Um, is it? Uh, I'll just pick Gobert uh, and Mitchell. Like, yeah, they 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 made it. Yeah, both of them made it. Uh, yeah. Both of them made it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'll do maybe like a a Bridges, right? He's been having yeah. a, a amazing season, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, I was gonna say FDV, but uh, he just made it, right? Yep, he made it. Yeah, so yeah, no, uh, I can't think of a, a fifth, but th- those people for sure, definitely, uh, for in, sure. in my eyes. Yeah. All right. So next week is the Super Bowl. So next Thursday, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll uh, do like all Super Bowl. Plus, it's a trade deadline that same Thursday. Uh, yeah. So we'll do a little bit of that. Um, it's mostly going to be Super Bowl, t- uh, Super Bowl talk next week. Um, yeah, this is Ian, PCS Sports. This is Kevin, Mixed Personalities. JR here. Thanks for listening, uh, Mixed Maniacs. See you next week. Lord, forgive me for over and over again and again. I said my eyes dilated, highly elevated Smoking on it loud and I'm highly motivated To a full hip hop I do this for my city and a few talking shit You wagging on shit or you could You could get the stepping though These are the days of our lives like I'm stepping on And to a full what I'm repping for So what the fuck you brought a Don't weapon for? Don't forgive me For I Over and over again And again Lord, forgive me for I sin over and over again and again.